Aleph. Obedience to the law of the land, Dinah de Malchutah Dinah. So here we're dealing with a, a, a well-known, a famous sugya that, that has a lot of ramifications in halacha today. Uh, the dinim of, of laws of the land and to what degree and in what ways they govern us, uh, both outside of Israel and inside of Israel. And it's, it's one of these sugyas, it's, it's really massive. The debate has been raging since the time of the Mishnah as we see, um, all the way through the time of the Gomorrah, the medieval times of the, the Rishonim in, in Europe, uh, through all these different relationships that they had with the non-Jewish governments of their times, uh, through the more modern European post-Kim Spain as well, uh, right to the current day. And it's important in a, in a sugya such as this, certainly in the kind of time that we have available, is to curate the foundational principles uh, and give you a sense of uh, what, it, what it's really based on and what it's all about, because so much ignorant opinion is expressed on this particular topic. And it's good when we go into the Gomorrah and we see how sophisticated the Gomorrah is and the reasoning is in, in working these things out and how there isn't any place for, for ignorant opinions. Uh, it's all well-founded in, in halakha, and, uh, we, and we'll work our way through the parts that are, are critical to ourselves in, in understanding it. And to frame it, I want to start off with a Hagos Mamonius uh, in Hilchot Gezelai Veda, where the Hagos Mamonius says, based on a Tosefte in Bovakama, Hagozelet ha'akum chayav la'zirlo, if one steals something from an idol worshipper, uh, a non-Jewish person, or somebody who doesn't keep the Torah at all, you've got to, re- you've got to return it to him. The chamur gezel ha'akum migezel Yisrael mipnei chilul Hashem, because stealing from a non-Jew is worse than stealing from a Jew, because there's an added element of, of chilul Hashem involved. And one has to be very careful with that. Uh, so that's always these conversations has to be framed in, in that way. Then we have the Mishnah that we have at the bottom of the previous Omud, where we're told, If you're caught and you're in trouble with a robber, uh, or with somebody who's uh, out to, to kill you, or the tax collectors, and we'll talk about, as they put it to the same category, it seems. We'll talk about what, what is meant by these tax collectors, what the issue is. Uh, you can make a neder shihi truma. They want to confiscate some of your produce. You can say, hey, you can't touch this. This is truma. This is for the Koranim. And even in those parts of the world, if it's for the, for the Koranim, people respected that. And even the tax authorities respected that. They wouldn't confiscate it. Even though it's a lie. You can make a neder that is untrue, it's an amazing Mishnah, uh, in order to save money from the, the tax collectors, it seems. And as you read this, this is why it's so important to have a Masoira, to have a tradition. Because when you read this, you can go into all sorts of directions. But if you know from your Rabbeim, that does not mean that you can cheat on your tax returns. That's, you know that that's not what it means. The... Um, there, there was a long time ago, I had to ask a Shaila on two, two matters. The one was whether Chol of Akum applied, which was in South Africa at the time, where considering the laws of the land at that time, were the, was the milk, the ordinary milk that was provided within the category of Chol of Israel or not? And the second one was a tax issue that people were asking me where 
There were certain industries that were very heavily taxed and it was kind of understood that people were finding ways around that and was that okay. And I sent the Shaila to two poskim. I said, run to a Moshe Feinstein and run to a Posek in Eretisroh, who I won't mention. And the two tshuvas came back on the same day. It was so peculiar. And the two tshuvas were exactly the same except opposite. The one, <laughs> the, the one in Eretisroh said, eh, about the about the Chol of Yisrael, and these were his words. He said, I'm surprised at you for asking such a question. Of course it's not Chol of Yisrael. How could you even think that it's Chol of Yisrael? And he gave me what for for even asking the question. He says, about the question of the tax, you can consider this and maybe that, and he sort of gave an approach. And Moshe Feinstein came the same day, and the same wording, it was the most amazing thing. He said, on the whole of Israel, we see, see my tshuva such and such, and it sounds, by the way, you've described it, that you can consider that as whole of Israel if you have to. But on the question of the, of the taxes, I'm surprised at you for even asking such a question. <laughs> Don't you know, quite apart from Dina de Malchus Dina, that they're questions of Chilul Hashem. And how could you even, you should rather give your life than risk the possibility of a Chilul Hashem. How can you even ask such a question? Um, so here, here so, so you know, once you, once you have a, a Hashkofa, you have a way of thinking given to you by your Rabbeim, and you learn a Mishnah like this, you know that you've got to go much deeper into it to understand it. It can't be taken at face value. Um, and the Gemara immediately asks, for Hamashmul Dina de Malchus Dina. How can you cheat the tax authorities? There's a principle of dina de malchuta dina. You've got to obey the laws of the land. So Rabbi Chanina says in the name of Kana, what Shmuel said was, We're talking about a mochis, which the Rosh explains as, that, that applies the law unfairly. It's not that there's a tax rate for the whole of society. In those, there were countries at that time, and there are countries even today, in Africa and other places, Eastern Europe possibly, there are places where the tax collector takes a look at you and decides what, how much tax he's going to collect. Uh, and if you're Jewish or you're not Jewish or you're a banker or you're not a banker, and if he decides how much tax to take, that's not fair, that's not systematic. And therefore the, din of, the principle of dina de machuta doesn't apply because dina de machuta only applies to those laws which are applied equally across all of society. The house of Rabbi Yana said, we're talking about a moiches who, who, who does it on his own. Not, he hasn't been appointed by the government. And again, there are parts of Africa where, where that is so. People just get up and they take tax collecting into, into, their, into their own hands. Traffic officers who collect fines and people who do that, and it's for themselves. It's not they're not appointed to do that. Two reasons are given for why dinner de malchus and and we understand what the principle of dinner de malchus The one is the uh, the Rashbo, and the Rashbo says here in an Amasech the mishum dematzi omaluim lo taasu mitzvotai agarish tchem sharet sheloi because the king or the government can expel you. And again, bearing in mind the historic situation, but even today, a, a person can be uh, can, can be sent away, stripped of his rights in, in a country, certainly in a non-democratic country. And since that's the case, you're there by his permission. There are certain conditions for your being there. And part of the conditions of your being in that country is that you abide by the laws of the country. So that's the one view of the Rashbo, which is shared by the run. The other view is the view of the Rashbam in Bovabasa. In Bovabasa, we don't have Rashi in most of the Masechta. We have Rashi's grandson, the Rashbam. And the Rashbam is the one who begins expanding Rashi's methodology to a more Tosfatist approach. 
So the Rashbam explains the Gemara as Rashi does, but he also goes much further, a little bit like the Ran does in, in Almasechta. He goes beyond just explaining the words, and he gives some of the reasoning as well. And the Rashbam says in Bovabasa, because this principle of Dina de Machusa Dina comes in many places in Shas. We have it in two places in Bovakama, we have it in Bovabasa, we have it in Gitin. There are various different places where it appears. And in Bovabasa, the, the, the Rashbam says, because society has accepted the laws. That's the that's what there's a social understanding, either explicit or implicit, that if you're living in the country, you're living by the laws of the country. So the the consent of of society is what gives the government its authority. So the one is the authority of the government in terms of its of its ultimate authority, which is the Rashbo and the Ran, and the other is the Rashbam, that it's because of the consent of the people. The difference between the two will be, what about Eretz Yisrael? In Eretz Yisrael, the, the government can't expel you and say, well, you know, if, you don't, if you don't accept the laws, go and live somewhere else. It belongs to us. So according to the, law, the rule of the Rashbam and the Ran, this, the law would not apply in Eretz Yisrael. And the Ran actually says that on our page, the run makes that very clearly based on the Tosfos. The Davke b'Malchayov Deiko Chavim Amad Edina d'Malchut Edina Mipnei Shairet Shelo V'Yachol Lomalayim Imtalot Asu Mitzvot Agarishet Chem in Aretz. Aval b'Malchay Yisrael, but with Jewish kings, law you can't do that. Lefish Eretz Yisrael Kol Yisrael Shutfinbo because we're all partners. Eretz Yisrael is a partnership. That's why it's so complex living in Eretz Yisrael. That's why you can't put a government together. It's a partnership. It's not a country. And and one other country is a country that's ruled by authority, is given absolute rule of law by the people. Here, everybody's a balabos. We all we all feel it belongs to us too. We've also got to say it's no no government's going to tell us what to do. It's a shoot for us. We're partners, and you know how difficult partnerships are. And the more partners there are, and the more Jewish partners there are, sometimes the more difficult and complex it is, and their egos, and there are all sorts of things. It's Israel is a shoot for us. And that explains a lot of what's going in, in what's going on in Israel today. It's a partnership, but the, but then Dinah de Malchuta doesn't apply if it's a partnership. You, one partner can't throw the other partner out. It doesn't apply. But according to the Rashbam, who says the reason is the social consent, we give consent to the government to make laws and rules, and we and we give our our, our willingness to to abide by those laws. And the Rambam paskins that way, like the Rashbam. That ben shaya melech goy ben shaya melech Israel, whether the king is a, a goy or a melech Israel, says the Rambam. The same principle applies because clearly the Rambam goes with the view of the Rashbam, and even the Rashbo. Interestingly enough, although the Rashbo and our Gemara learns like the Ran and the Rash uh, uh, learns like the Ran that it's because of the king's capacity to expel people. Nevertheless, he paskins in the Shailas and Shuvas and Chedek Beisim and Kufla Medalid. Um, he introduces a different thing, and in the beginning of that paragraph, it's a longer Shuva, but in the beginning of this paragraph, he starts with Avalachshav. But now things are different. And, and that's the difference between the Rashbo in the Shailas and Shuvas, in his responsa, and the Rashbo in the Gemara. The Rashbo in the Gemara is explaining the Gemara. Rashbo and Chuvis is passing the law in his time. And he says that now there's the, the kings enact laws because that's to keep the country safe. And that's why they do that. And if that's the case, and now that kings make these laws not just to, to line their own pockets, 
but the, the main reason that the governments make laws is to keep law and order, to keep, uh, to keep people safe and to keep society safe. That's something we have to abide by, and it makes no difference if it's in Israel or not. And that's how the Shukhanoruch Paskins. The Chassam Sofer also, remember the Chassam Sofer is somebody who was very uncompromising of any adulteration of halakha to accommodate modernity or to accommodate non-Jewish views. There was a, he, he was very, very un, uncompromising. And nevertheless, he brings the Rashbam, the, the, the Rashbam in Bova Basra, where the Rashbam says, The reason for Dina de Malchus Dina is that it's something that the people are in favor of. So he paskins like the Rashbam, and like the Rambam, and like the Shulchan Aruch, that there's no difference between Israel and outside of Israel. Even the king of the Jewish people, the land's not his. It's a partnership. It belongs to the tribes of Hashem. The nation accepts the laws, and that's a mechila, you're saying, irrespective of the Torah laws and what I'm entitled to and what I'm not, you run the government, we need a government, we need law and order, and I'm willing to abide by that. That's provided it's not against the Torah. It's just a general law of taxes and, and traffic laws and criminal laws, but if it's against the laws of the Torah, that's, that's different says the Chosim Sofer. But then importantly, the Chosim Sofer says, what do we do with the run? After all, the run and the Rashbo on, on, in the Dorim say that in Eretz Israel you don't, there isn't a din of dinner, the Malchus Adina. So he says, even the run would hold. The run is only saying that about where there's an imposition of taxes that are enforced on the people against their will. But, but being, and there we can make a difference between the non-Jewish kings and the kings of the Jewish nation. But when it comes to the laws of, uh, of the land in Eretz Yisrael, as in the case of Bova Basra, there the run will also agree. So the, a big chidush of the Chassam Sefer, that as far as we're concerned, in the normal laws which governments enact nowadays, even the run will agree, as the Rashboy himself agrees, that although he writes in the, Shulchan, in the Gemara that it doesn't apply in Eretz Yisrael for the reasons he gives, but in Shilas and Truvis he says it does apply, says the Chassam Sofer, the run also, there's nobody who holds that with the normal laws that a government enacts that Dina de Malchuta Dina does not apply in Israel. It applies in Israel as exactly as it, as it applies anywhere else in the world. So the only difference is, to, is, is the following. In other parts of the world where the government has absolute power, you don't have to interrogate the morality of the intent of the legislation. They have authority to make laws. You don't like the laws, leave. Uh, you, you don't get to say, I don't accept this law because it's against the Torah. You don't have that right. In Eretz Israel, the, the reason that what gives the government the, the right to make laws that bind us all is because we all agree that we need laws. And just as a community can impose membership and a community can make laws, they're, they're knasim, we see in the Gomorrah and later on in the, in the Rishonim and Acharonim, we see all the time communities impose punishments for people who didn't abide by laws of the community and principle of the community. Eretz Yisrael is a community. Even if it isn't a nation, it's certainly a community. And the heads of the community can, can impose laws on the community. And we give them that right. But if those laws are immoral or those laws are self-serving and they're not for the purpose of society, then dinner de malchus dinner wouldn't, wouldn't apply. 
in Eretz Israel mm-hmm. because the reason that it's accepted that the government has authority in Israel and the reason the government has authority in Chutzlar, it's although the din is the same, we're, we're bound in both cases by the government, it's for different reasons. Dina de Malchusa Dina in Chutzlar is because of the power of the government. Dina de Malchusa Dina in Eretz Israel is because of the, the duty, the responsibility that society gives the government. And therefore, in Israel, we have to interrogate and make sure that the laws that are enacted are fair and, and are the right laws for the, for the benefit of society. Whereas in Chutzlar, if we don't like the laws, we, we leave. That gives us some idea of, of how to approach this important area in a way that is Alpi Torah, according to the Torah that we've been given.